Pamela Joyce. Playing the music you love. In the run-up to Valentine's Day, we've been asking you to take part in Fall in Love with Pamela Joyce. I'll be playing Cupid, bringing pairs together in some honour dates to spread love around the country. But what if the dating world itself feels a little bit overwhelming to you? Annie Lavin is an accredited relationship counsellor, has a background in psychology, counselling and coaching. Very, very qualified. Annie, help us. How are you today? I'm great. Thanks for having me on, Pamela. My absolute pleasure. So, um, I guess because we're kind of, we're doing Fall in Love, which is all about dating and, and we're trying to move away from online dating, which has kind of been the modus operandum for the past couple of years. Do you have any advice for single people who feel a bit scared or a bit scared even by a string of bad dates and are just a bit kind of put off? Mm. Yeah, well, we need to normalise this is an aspect of dating and we have to find ways to not take it so personally. This really is the very nature of dating, you know, and I know lots of people come to me and they share the same complaint. But the very nature of dating is that, you know, we meet people, we have no idea of their history, how ready they are for a new relationship, yet we choose to blame ourselves if, if things don't work out. And I just think that's a perfect example of being over-identified with our minds. So really, I think a key opportunity when we date is to untangle ourselves from our minds and can we be present to the opportunity that's available to us um, for each and every date. So something I would like people to think about is asking themselves where they're placing the focus of attention when they go on a date. You know, is it all on themselves or is it all on the date? Which, you know, neither of those two are great. We have to show up somewhere in the middle. And, you know, by showing up on a date and expecting the date is going to like you by virtue of just your presence alone won't feel like very much fun because then all the power is lying with your date. Instead, what I'd like to ask people is can you focus on bringing your best self to dates? So can you turn that focus back onto you and ask yourself, well, what is my best self? You know, if you're unsure of what that is, think about you with some of your best friends. How do you show up differently in those spaces? Um, Because what we really want is to give your date the best opportunity to see and showcase who you really are. Because I think like I'm I'm guilty of doing that as a single person. I go on a date and I kind of tend to only let them see the kind of 40% of my personality that I want them to see. And and I Mm. tend to kind of hide the bits that I'm not so proud of. Should you should you kind of go with a, a, a watered down kind of type of your personality until you're ready to to let them see the full you or should you just go and be you and they like it if they like it they like it if they don't they don't I'm very much a fan of the second okay. I would prefer to be on a date with somebody who's showcasing who they truly are to me so that we kind of cut to the chase we are getting to see who we truly are with one another but to be vulnerable is difficult for a lot of people so Lots of people will probably do what you're describing, which will show up little parts of them or they'll hide completely and put all of the focus of attention on their date without revealing anything about themselves. So neither of those two, they're extremes, but neither of those two are really healthy. So the advice would be bring bring yourself and also observe how your date handles that. You know, share little aspects of who you truly are and let's just be, observe the response from your date. Because if you are to create a health, uh, you know, a healthy relationship with this, person you know eventually you're going to be revealing your true self Mm -hmm. so why not start that process from day one 
And, and if they don't like it, you're saving yourself a lot of time. Um, on exactly. that, uh, tips for making a good first impression and in, in keeping with the kind of theme of being fully yourself, you don't want to come across as fake or kind of do things that you think the person will like. So what are maybe three tips you could do for just a good first impression, either on a date or on the apps or whatever it might be? Mm. Learn the art of communication. To me, that is number one. So whether you're in person or on the apps, remember that the art of communication involves equal amounts of listening and sharing. Um, What I find with a lot of people is that we can have a tendency to overdo one or the other. So can you bring attention to where you may have to lean into the practice of giving a little to get? I often hear with my clients, you know, on the apps, uh, nobody's talking. Okay. Nobody's talking. So you're also a part of that equation. So how are you bringing yourself to the app? Are you bringing an energy of enthusiasm to engage in conversation? Because we're all a little bit fatigued and tired and nobody is that excited about the intro part of um, getting, you know, kind of a conversation started on the app. At least that's the experience I'm hearing from, Mm -hmm. from a lot of my single clients and my own experiences as well. Very, very good. And um, something that I think, so I, I'm the type of person that uh, I, I like to talk to someone on an app for like three or four weeks. So I feel like I know them fairly well. So I then go in, and this is probably the wrong thing to do. I go in with the fully formulated list of questions in my head. So I'm right. I'm like, okay, if that part of the conversation dries up, I'll ask them about this and I'll ask them about this. Mm-hmm. Whereas my housemate is like, no, I want to do, hi, how are you? Do you want to grab a drink, Grant? And she goes off mm-hmm. and gets to know them in person. So obviously it, it's up to each individual person. Um, but suggestions for maybe some good questions you could ask on a first date to learn, you know, the most that you can about them without kind of delving too deep, but getting to know, right, is this a person a match for me or not? Well, I guess I don't have a problem with the going too deep. I think, why not go deep? Okay. I think that's kind of the issue sometimes. People are kind of skirting around, oh, I can't really ask that because that's going to say something about me. Oh, I can't really ask that because then they're going to think that if you're truly being your authentic self and you would like to create a healthy, intimate relationship, then going deep is probably where you might need to go to mm-hmm. also kind of gauge whether or not the person you're in a, in a in communication with, at least at this point, is able to meet you there. So again, it's about bringing your true self. Um, some questions I would think of, um, one really important question for a lot of people, and they, they, they avoid it, is what are you looking for in a relationship? What are you looking for in a partner? Um, that really gives you a good sense of where this person is at. And it can also help you decide whether or not you'd like to go further, you'd like to meet them for a drink or to have a date with them. Sure. Um, what do you love to do most? What does your week look like? Just to get a sense of how are they actually living in the world? Mm-hmm. How are they showing up? They're very simple questions, but they can give you a lot of insight into how a person is is um, yeah living living their life day to day Okay very good and just one final question and I know this is kind of down to um, the individual and their experience and what they're looking for but after you've had maybe three or four dates that are have gone really really well do you have any advice on how to pace the relationship in the first few weeks and months like should you be very open and honest and say look where do you see this going like how you know that's the fear particularly as a girl you want to not waste your time in spending in doing more dates with someone who doesn't see it going anywhere, but you don't want to freak them out by saying, so what are we, you know, a couple of dates into it and making them run a mile. So what's what's the sweet spot there? It's owning where you're at. So you owning your place in it all would be, I'm really enjoying the time that we're spending together. 
um, I'm interested in creating like a long-term healthy intimate relationship. That's where I'm at. I'm just wondering where you're at on this. So you're not necessarily saying you want to do all of those things with them if Mm -hmm. that's not where they're at, but you're giving them the opportunity to kind of showcase well, what is it they're seeking or what is it that they're looking for? So it's kind of the honesty about, look, I'm not necessarily I want necessarily saying I want to build a house with you and have babies with you and get married to you. It's just I would like this mm. in the future. If that's not what you want, let's call it a day. Exactly. And it's, it's exactly. the maturity to not be upset if they say, no, I don't want that. And it's, it's also OK if you are upset about that, but to also see the bigger picture and to realise it's better to have a sense of where this other person is honestly mm. at rather than, I suppose, denying the truth of the situation. Well, that has all been extremely enlightening, Annie. I need to go now and re-download all the apps and go forward with my <laughs> with my new positive energy. Uh, Annie Lavin, thank you so, so very much for having a chat with me and I appreciate your time. You're so welcome. Thanks, Pamela. Thanks. Fall in love with Pamela Joyce on Today FM. Mwah.